0: Welcome to this week's Net Hero podcast. I'm Sumit Bose. Catherine, thanks for joining us. Pleasure to see you. Um, this COP, I suppose more than anything else, is about money. I met a delegation member from the Tanzanian government and he said, it's all very good talking, but we haven't had the money that we were promised four or five years ago and we need to start seeing that. How confident are you that the promises will be met?
1: So I think this is a very special COP when it comes to unlocking finance. This is, I think, it'll go down in history as the finance COP. And we've seen that commitment, for example, from the Glasgow fin- uh, Financial Alliance for Net Zero, uh, with the commitment of 130 trillion towards climate related uh, ends. Uh, we've seen a call uh, for um, uh, reporting in this space, very important announcement on Wednesday about the International Sustainability Standards Board being established. We're seeing a real commitment from the sector to mobilise. Yes, there are barriers, there are challenges uh, when it comes to how do you unlock finance and get it to where it's needed. And we're asking some of the big questions ourselves here with the uh, GHS at COP summit that we're hosting in this building, Uh, working with the Green Finance Institute and with the backing of a large range of sponsors from across the, the sector, sponsors and partners from across the sector. We're asking those big questions. How do we finance transition and growth? Uh, how do we mobilise finance into, the, uh, into emerging and developing markets? How do we develop a consistent set of rules, a global playbook, uh, we're calling it? And how do we price both carbon and nature? So in each of those, there's some very big questions to unpack. That's what we're seeking to do with our panels, uh, with our uh, meetings. And that's what we'll be working on for the future so that it's also a, an action cop, not just uh, not just uh, talk.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing, isn't it? That it has to have an action. I suppose one of the things that people, you know, today there's a protest as we're recording this with uh, Extinction Rebellion and lots of young people who are just saying, you know, you see it all the time in the city, the city is funding, you know, black blood, the whole kind of thing of funding oil and gas, fossil fuels. And it's a very, very, I mean, it's a strong argument, but it, in a way, it's a simplification of what's happening. Do you take on board, you know, where you are, the corporation, around, and, you know, that, yes, there there is a, a perception here, which is based in some reality that the city has funded these things? So I think there are two questions here.
1: There's what has happened in the past and oh. the, uh, the financing of uh, fossil fuels and so on, and there's the future. There's the journey to net zero that we've all we're, we're all embarking on. Now, the city has been at the forefront of developing uh, green financing solutions uh, for some time. You know, we've seen some of the earliest green bonds issued through London. We've seen some of the uh, the uh, financing mechanisms developed. Uh, what we need to do is now take that and uh, actually supercharge the delivery into the real economy. I think that has to be the next next step. Unlock those fantastic uh, uh, products and mechanisms that the city is expert in uh, uh, and and use it on the transition to net zero. That doesn't mean divesting from fossil fuels tomorrow. We have to uh, uh, carry people, communities, businesses with us I think Mark Carney has said in the past that there are 50 shades of green, one of them being brown. We do need to look at that journey.
0: And I suppose that's, you know, that as a business person, people get it. People in finance get that. And obviously we know that if we're talking about the reality of life, you can't turn off oil and gas tomorrow. But there's an emotional argument that goes against that, isn't it? How are you trying to communicate to, that, to the younger people to say, look, we hear you, but we're not we, we can't just do it all tomorrow
1: well that's a very good uh, question and a very good challenge and i'm pleased that we've just had on our uh, screens um, a, a young people's panel personally i think we need further conversations to try to explain exactly why transition is important and it can't be just turning off a turning off a switch uh, I think at the end of the day, though, our credibility will depend on these standards, on, the, on two things, on the standards that are set and the transparency and the data, yep. so that people actually know that when they put money into something, it is having the impact that, that, that it says on the tin. And then I think the second question, is this question of action and delivery really supercharging how we um, move that finance
0: into the solutions? Let's move away from COP. Let's talk about the, the City of London. Yeah. So what are you doing yourselves about the... the the journey as an organisation and for all the businesses that are in the square mile towards this net zero.
1: So last October, a year ago now, uh, we adopted our own climate action strategy. A climate action strategy which is based on science and on careful uh, uh, consideration of the evidence. It's very ambitious. It sees us achieve net zero across our own direct operations by 2027 and our whole value chain by 2040. And it sees us working with city stakeholders Uh, to uh, to see a net zero square mile by 2040 Uh, and that is informing all our decisions at the moment and it's going to be really critical as we go forward with that strategy that we work with the businesses in the city and look at uh, you know how uh, what they what they can do in partnership with us to 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 help uh,
0: on their own journey to net zero. Are you hearing positive voices have they got their ears open or do you get a, a range of views
1: um so look I, th- I think uh, the transition is a challenge for everybody yeah. and we've just come out of a pandemic have we come out of a pandemic yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're just looking to recover from a pandemic which has really hit a lot of our businesses mm-hmm. our SMEs not the big financial sector so much but the SMEs hard adding an extra layer of consideration how do I reduce my emissions how do I uh, you know finance the and uh, um, uh, steps I need to take to uh, you know, get my building uh, uh, in a better shape uh, I mean, uh, and indeed how do I how do I comply with new reporting requirements or whatever those are going to be big challenges for, for, for some of the businesses we're working with a, an organization called heart of the city which is specifically working with city SMEs and um, uh, has been doing some work with them about uh, that journey um, I know that there are other partners out there such as the banks themselves actually uh, uh, wanting to help but there's no getting away from the fact that this will mean difficult questions for all of us but it's a journey we have to go on
0: no I I, and I get that one of the things that people are looking at is financial instruments that help to reduce because you know you you can start to uh, say that you can uh, mobilize capital that makes you able to cut things absolutely but there are sectors as we talked about earlier like oil and gas where they might say, well, look, we can't do it tomorrow, Catherine. We're going to need a way of reducing, reducing. So as we reduce, you know, the boss of Shell said to go green, we have to still use oil and gas. And I think if you can, you can step away from the emotional, and you can understand that. That is going to be very difficult, isn't it, to do. So you've got to say, how do we fund that a big oil and gas company, for example, can start to move and shift? but there'll be an element of which they really, frankly, just going to use offsetting, aren't they?
1: I think, again, you're asking a question of two halves. Uh, The first thing, I think, very significant announcement from the chancellor uh, asking all big companies to look at their uh, plan, uh, to have a plan to reach net zero. Uh, Clearly, the uh, companies that really are in the uh, the fossil fuel space are going to have a more difficult journey than others. It's going to be an important uh, it's going to be very important that we help finance some of the other solutions that are coming up. That we talk with those companies themselves about what their uh, plans are. But when it comes to offsetting, look, mm. I, th- I think there is a place for offsetting as now, one of the tools in the toolbox. I, I would agree with you. But On people, the transition, people
0: find it very, again, very emotive. Are they just yep. off- everyone's carbon neutral tomorrow because it's very easy. Yeah. We can be that tomorrow.
1: Yes. So I think two things really we need to. to you ask me lots of questions with twos today. I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> We need to uh, look very carefully at the authenticity of any offsets to make sure that they are actually doing what they say. That's one reason why we're pleased to be involved in the voluntary carbon market initiative uh, in, uh, in the UK. Looking, But we will be looking very closely at what, what data is, uh, you know, what, what, how data is verified and h- how, what standards are set. That's absolutely, uh, absolutely critical. But I think we need to think of offsets as just part of the uh, tool of the armoury on that journey. It's not the end in itself, and we've still got to keep that, uh, our
0: eyes very firmly set on reaching net zero in time. Before we end, let's talk about carbon markets. You know, my personal view is that whether COP does it or not, there's a carbon tax, a global carbon tax, there's a, a level playing field, and then you basically see how you can fund developing nations versus developed nations. If we do get carbon markets, how do we make sure that they're the right carbon markets? They've got the vigour, and would the city be interested in being home to some sort of market like that?
1: Absolutely, because I think the city has the ecosystem that's needed all the way through, from the platforms and uh, exchanges and so on, uh, to the advisors who can help develop the products and the and the access to the global players who operate through uh, through London. So I think. Uh, as carbon markets have developed, London is a very natural uh, base, uh, at least one of the global bases uh, uh, for them. Uh, I, I think in terms of how we price and so on, actually, that's what we're asking today. That's what the uh, nature of the debate on our, um, uh, at our summit today is all about. Difficult questions, but we need to find a way.
0: What's your hope from this COP? It
1: needs to be a delivery COP. It needs to be a delivery COP and we need to see action flowing after it. I hope the UK and Italy use their, the rest of the year of their presidency to, to make
0: sure we really do move forward. And for us who know the city well, what will we see? What changes will we see? I've seen actually outside bank station hardly any cars now, so it's a lot easier to breathe. So that's a real physical change I've seen. Will we start to see things? You will
1: see changes in our streetscape. Uh, the the uh, Traffic free area around Bank is actually more to do with our transport strategy, but it all ties in with our, uh, you know, uh, having clean air, but also with uh, uh, climate change. But we've also uh, started, uh, we've also made changes to our planning uh, rules. We, we look carefully at how people propose to demolish buildings, how they propose to, uh, to build them. Uh, you'll see a lot more greenery around the city and I hope you have already. So you will see changes in the physical uh, uh, nature of the city as, as you go through it. But it'll, it will remain the, the great heart of uh, you know, London's financial, it'll, it'll remain a great global financial center, uh, uh, a great heart of business. It will just be the greenest Global financial centre. That's our aspiration. Are you positive? I'm, I'm actually very positive, but there's a Great. huge job to be done.
0: <laughs> no, but it, you need that. You need that from the leaders. Don't you? You've got to be positive about it. Otherwise, yeah. people just won't buy into it. Yes, we have to be positive. We have to move. Uh, Catherine McGuinness, thank you for joining us Mission Net Zero. Thank you. Thanks very much for listening. I'm Simmet Bose. Make sure you keep downloading the Net Hero podcast. Follow us on social media. Remember at futurenetzero.com for all of your news around Net Zero. Thanks for listening. See you soon.